I'm Matakiapi, and welcome to Food Revolution, brought to you by the Sichungu Food Sovereignty Initiative. Every other week, we'll be bringing you stories of food sovereignty from community members and tribal food producers working to build a more just, equitable, and regenerative food system for our Sichungu Lakota Oyate, the Burnt Thai Nation. Together, we're building a tribal sovereignty through food, and we've set a place at the table just for you. Join us and be part of the food revolution. All right, welcome back to another week of the Food Revolution. While you're listening, we have a favor to ask. The Food Sovereignty Initiative is currently doing surveys to help us understand the experience our community members have around food so that we can work towards building a more inclusive and equitable food system where everyone has access to healthy and fresh and local foods. Respondents will be entered into a drawing for cash prizes with a chance to win up to $500. If you're interested, head over to our Facebook page, Sichangu Community Development Corporation for more information and to access the survey. And now, back to the show. Um, today we'll be talking with Marla Bolbear. Um, Marla, can you introduce yourself, please? Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and what you do. Oh, um, um, I'm Marla Bolbear. I'm from the Milks Camp community and uh, over here in Gregory County, part of the Rosebud, and I, I have been uh, the executive director for Lakota Youth Development, and I have been involved in our cultural, uh, culturally uh, specific prevention program, and our gardens and beekeeping and honey sales business. Awesome. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how Lakota Youth Development started and how has the program evolved over time? Uh, the organization started over 28 years ago as, an, as a, a federal grant or a state grant that I was invited to um, run to address uh, psychiatric disabilities of tribal members in South Dakota. And that then expanded to people with all types of disabilities. We quickly found out that people with disabilities, there were a lot of young people with preventable disabilities as a result of alcohol, drugs, and other risky behavior. So we decided then we needed to swift swift lanes and really go upstream to try to address the situation before we had to deal with uh, the the permanent uh, issues of, of disability. So we decided to become accredited through the state of South Dakota as a prevention service provider, and we utilize um, an evidence-based model, uh, which is Project Venture, um, as our framework for our culturally specific programming. And that we have been implementing for the last 15 years. And through that, we had youth that have completed our program and then wanted some support into then once they reestablish their their cultural foundation, their values, they wanted to learn how to be Lakota in the real world, um, particularly in the work environment. And so we looked into entrepreneurial experiences and we... Um, started our first business was Honey Lodge, uh, beekeeping and honey sales. And as of right now, we've sold honey online 
to, I believe, nearly 40 states in the lower 40, over 40 in the lower 48. Wow, that's amazing. How did you first get introduced into um, honey and apiaries? Well, I've got to credit that to a colleague of mine and a friend. Uh, Dave Braveheart was uh, a co-trainer that I was working. uh, We were doing trainings in Pine Ridge and other tribal uh, tribes with their prevention program, and he's a hobby beekeeper. And we got a ch- he got a chance to talk to me about beekeeping, and it sounded really fun and interesting, so I invited him to come to our youth program to share with that with kids. And our youth were really excited about it and interested, and they found out that the bees were struggling, and they wanted to know how they could help. And his response was, keep bees. And so there, there it began. Awesome. Yeah, we um, we tried to do some bees as well, um, but I think our our one hive swarmed last year, so we're hoping to try some more some more bees out. Um, but that's really awesome. I'm glad you guys are doing that. You guys' honey is really amazing. Um, we definitely, you know, lo- love you guys' honey. So um, keep up the good work there. Um, from from your perspective, Marla, what role does Honey Lodge and local youth development play in Rosewood's food sovereignty movement? Well, I think what it does is help to introduce food sovereignty issues to our younger generation, helping them to realize that, uh, for one, we live in a food desert, and two, there is a lot that they can do to help uh, create healthy foods and, 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 and minimize the processed foods in our diet. And so mm-hmm. by having honey instead of white sugar, and using that in our recipes, um, we're making our our diets just a little bit healthier. And we're also, and, and with gardening, to grow your own uh, and harvest your own um, edibles is really, is really ensuring that you're not adding additional chemicals to your, your body that can be detrimental. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, whenever we're out there, we got to see... Um, you guys have set up in, in your gardens. Um, but something new we've seen this year on your guys' Facebook was that you guys put in a wallapini. Can, can you talk more about the, how that process went and, and what a wallapini is? Yeah. For us, we call it our maha oklate owoju, uh, planting in the, in the earth, in the ground. And basically that's what it is, is we have uh, utilized um, a, a natural uh, – uh, a hole uh, creating a nine foot deep um, uh, garden into the into the ground, and then we put a greenhouse roof over it so that we could it could maximize the access to the sun during the winter months and we're able to grow um, all year round uh, not just uh, not just the regular gardening months but we can we were harvesting in January. Uh, of our um, lettuce and kale and spinach. One of the things that we, this is our first year, so it's our experimental year, finding out what works and what doesn't. And we're realizing that there are some some plants that don't thrive with without uh, the maximum amount of sun. You realize that during the winter months, we just don't have a lot of, a lot of sun. And especially when we have, days or it seems like weeks of 
of cloudy days that kind of limits the uh, or slows the process the growth process down of plants so what we're seeing is that we're still getting carrots and radishes but they're growing at a much slower pace than if they were growing in the summertime mm, that's fascinating I think that's something that we want to try doing here on uh, Food Star Initiative is, is a, a wall peony. So we're we're pretty excited that you guys actually put in put in one um, this past year. So we'll definitely be looking to you for some tips. Um, but that, that's just really exciting. I'm, I'm glad you guys were able to do that. I, I remember a, a few years ago you talked about wanting to put one in. So I'm glad you guys were able to do that. Yeah, we we've it it was has been a plan or a dream of ours for several years and so this was the year we actually had a lot of isolation time uh, to <laughs> be able to focus on improvements and and trying some new things and we were really glad to have Paul uh, Paul with us our volunteer from France and uh, we're act- uh, he's just we're just finishing up a documentary on um the whole process of creating creating our makarote owoju and so soon we'll have that documentary out which really takes us takes you shows the the process for beginning and end and how we created and um you know established our our new garden project awesome i'm excited to uh to see that can't wait for that to come out yeah, we'll definitely be getting getting uh, getting the word out once we're ready. It's going through some final edits right now, so I'm thinking maybe in the next week or two we'll be ready to go. So um, you'll have to watch for that. We'll definitely be putting it out on our website and our social media pages too. How can our listeners help support Lakota Youth Development, and where can we find your honey? Oh, well, um, you can – Anyone can support Lakota Youth Development by um, making donations through our website and our social media pages. You can also um, look on our list. We have an Amazon gift list. If there's something that we always have, items that we need either for our garden or for our, our bees or honey program, we try to put those up there. So if people want to uh, go ahead and purchase those and send those as gifts, that's fantastic for us. Uh, we also um, we also have um, opportunities for people to come and volunteer and help. So if you have any questions at all, just don't hesitate. 605-654-2050 is our office number, and we'd be happy to discuss with anyone ways that they can pitch in and help. Um, our honey is we sell that. We have um, uh, Lakota Honey Lodge. Dot org is our website. You can purchase our uh, our honey online. Uh, you can check out our uh, social media page, our Honey Lodge uh, uh, Facebook page as well. We do online sales, and if you and we also um, work with groups to sell um, uh, wholesale as well. So if you have uh, um, you know a big order, um, we were just we just filled a huge order with a foundation that wanted to send a little gift out to all their employees. And so honey's a pretty good, pretty good gift. Uh, it, it lasts. And for those of us that use it regularly in our tea and in our, mm-hmm. uh, as a sweet, um, honey is always a good gift. 
And, you know, if, as you know, honey lasts forever. So you don't have to worry about it going bad. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marla. Um, I, I really appreciate you taking the time and talking with us today. Um, so we're, thank you for sharing all the, you know, information about liquid use development and really excited to purchase some honey from you in the future. So That's thank great. You. And and we just have we just have our, our youth camp dates are out on our website, so we just want to shout that out for kids um, that want to come to our programming. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. You've been listening to Food Revolution with the Sichungu Food Sovereignty Initiative. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Sichungu Community Development Corporation, Instagram at Sichungu CDC, and check out our website at www.sichungucdc.org. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time in two weeks.